Welcome back to One Track Minds. It's it's a music podcast, and we talk about one track uh, from a band, usually within the realms of emo punk, those types of genres, and we compare that song to the rest of the album or the rest of the genre or anything, really. Um, so I'm Devin, and I'm joined by Ian. Hello. And Matt. Hello. So before we get into it, uh, I would like to... No, I mean, sorry, the tone was just... I was just going to do the small talk thing. I mean, we can skip it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can skip it. Matt, you just said you were doing a run. Yeah, I just got got back from a run. It was great. It was was really good. I I did a little 13K. I I listened to this record again one more time that we're going to talk about today uh but uh yeah i mean how was your how was your week uh, like just i'll i'll talk about my my week real quick i did like a uh a yoga massage class which was which was cool i wow. like i like uh i love i love yoga this was the first time i ever did like corrective yoga where they were like moving my my posture it was cool i liked it i probably need to get some of that going i've have i've had a hip kind of like dull little hip pain going on lately and i need to because like the winter came and i stopped riding my bike which was like my main source of exercise right. uh in the summer so it kind of sucks but um, yeah no this was great this was great for that just moving me into like deeper poses but it's uh like yin yoga where i'm not actually moving from <laughs> like I'll, we'll be in a pose for like uh like a minute and a half so oh wow very easy oh wait a minute and a half is is short is short a minute and a half uh i mean yeah, i know, mean i guess i mean you're like if you're in if you're, if you're in like a deep very like deep stretch it, it Ex- feels explain like to the time. listeners Devin and i are obviously yoga experts just like you but explain to the listeners how that comparatively that would be yeah that's what different. i'm asking sorry yeah i wasn't stating that it's short that was a question i didn't inflect i guess hang right. on for the Let listeners try again. i'll try again I yes a minute and a half is short a minute and a half is is long for me. Like if I'm in like a a very like intense stretch in yoga, uh, a minute and a half is a very long time to be in okay. sort of like a, where you're where you're pushing yourself to your limit a little bit. That's what mm-hmm. I assumed when when you first said it. I was like a minute and a half sounds long, but then I thought you were kind of braggishly saying like, "I'll do a minute bad. and a half easy." Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it was it was <laughs> tough. it was tough. Okay, because I can't even hold like a, I can't even like bend squat to like fix a pipe in my bathroom for like no but i i guess my point is that there's yoga where that goes really quick and really fast and this was very like like anyone can can do this kind of yoga i mean hey if if we lived in the same place i'd be there i'd be i'd be doing weird stuff with you but i have no like i've got no none of my friends here would are interested in doing anything i I learned later that jeff mangum is turned to yoga after neutral milk hotel like as a career as, no, it's just like a practice. Because oh, the guy from uh, Youth of Today, uh, I think he's a yoga teacher now. Is he? Oh, really? I love that. Yeah. Um, I buy that. The, the corrective aspect seems appealing to me. Because mm. I've I've dabbled with yoga before. But I'm always like, like do I want to clear my mind and like get abs? I'm like, I guess. But like, do I want to fix, you know, with like... Uh, physicality and like both uh mental power can i fix how i sleep at night that makes my neck weird like that's what i'm interested in yeah if i can well, like yoga is re- great yoga is great for that yeah 
That's cool. There you go. Yeah, I uh, I I have not done much. I don't know, man. I'm like I'm struggling lately. Like this is a struggling. It's the job here for me. Yeah, it's like I don't. I just feel like I'm not getting much done. Oh, oh, here's I guess like I just I me and Amanda went to the uh, the music store and she bought some piano books because she's trying to relearn piano. And then nice, I bought nice. new strings for my guitar, which I haven't touched, hadn't touched for a long time. I'm and with then, you. I, I just bought one. I just bought a guitar for me and Jack. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's in the market exciting. for a new one too, but my old crappy guitar here that I got for 50 bucks that I play usually. And I asked my dad to restring it. And then when he was doing it, like the, the part where the strings actually like um, get pegged into the guitar or whatever was like coming up. So he took it and he fixed it actually. Cause apparently that's the skill he has. That's cool. I, uh, yeah, he has many skills yeah. like that. He's like a Mr. Fix it. Yeah. My dad is, he's also a painter. Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, we did some music stuff. That was last uh, weekend, and um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we have a piano now, which is pretty cool. It's, that is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Ian? Anything interesting? Uh, well, you just made me think when you said your dad was fixing up your guitar that there's a um, uh, locally famous guitar tech that we, my friends and I all take our stuff to who is just like a real reclusive uh weirdo in town that just like will seek out uh wonky guitars because he just likes fixing them for cheap so like he'll like before i've i've like had problems and i'd say oh um i don't you know i don't think this is playing right or this you know it's, it's just straight up not working and he's like oh okay well um just go buy the part that you need to fix it i'll tell you which one but buy two and then give me the other one I go okay, and then how much do you want for it? He's like just the just the switch. No, he does. Like, he's like a barter sick. system. Yeah, he's just like a a mage of like <laughs> guitar tech, and he just kind of cool. like mystically exists in his little basement, which he calls the guitar cafe, which has no chairs nor coffee. It's just a <laughs> bunch of just a basement full of stuff, and he just fixes guitars just for the love. It's crazy. That's great. I love a little um, weird local character. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Now's the time. Lake Report. Uh, now is the time where you want to. Oh, so we have access to this. Like um, my in-laws call it the bush. It's basically the, this like wooded area by our house. Um, and basically, um, there's this clause that like if you take care of a piece of property, uh, if it's close enough to your the property that you own on your deed if you take care of it and then apply uh you fill out this form and you you get a property the yeah. county grants it to you so they've been doing that and uh so now's the time where we go into the bush and uh we've got like a couple atvs and like a pickup and you go in there and all the fell trees they just like blow over or fall over or whatever during the stormy season um we, we drag them all out and then chainsaw them up into segments and then take them back to my house and split them in a wood splitter and now there's just a bunch of wood slowly drying sweet wow this is like uh this is a real journey ian oh it's it's night and day from like this everything is new to me but it's uh sounds great yeah. i wish i lived and then i'm like oh so this is all the wood we don't we don't burn the wood inside any i guess they used to um but uh, we just have like a fire pit for like bonfires and and whatnot. 
And I'm like, oh, so this is quite a lot of wood for us all to use. And they're like, oh, well, we won't use it all. We'll use like less than half, like way less than half of it this year, like probably 25%. And then the rest we'll try and sell mm. by the cord. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. A little side hustle. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah sounds cool. And now all well, of our backs go. are, so I need to do corrective yoga. <laughs> yes, come come on in. Let's let's do it. Let's all do it. Um, all right, you ready to jump into your your song? Yeah, guys? just to remind everybody. So Matt chose the I, I mean the great theme. Honestly, this one of the best themes. Um, yeah, he loves it was, it. It's such a good theme. I can't get over the theme. Um, <laughs> get out of, of here. Vaguely, <laughs> vaguely winter. I don't. Know. What was your theme, Matt? Yeah, Snow. you know. It I think originally snow. it was snow. There's no snow in this song that you picked. It was snow specifically? Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, we decided that we could like expand it out into a, like anything kind of Christmas, okay, yeah. winter. winter. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I chose um, the song Tycho Racing Set and A Christmas Story 15 times by Kind of Like Space. Here comes winter trial. album uh called bridges worth burning this was very kind of big for me i remember specifically ordering it before it came out from uh sam the record man on cd and then Mm. i remember very i have very vivid memories of going and getting it and then like putting it in my disc man and then just like riding the city bus and listening to it for the first time so um i was pretty excited to to talk about it there's it's probably not the best kind of like spitting album and it certainly doesn't contain the best kind of like spitting songs but it is the most cohesive and album like so i probably wouldn't have chosen it had i just chosen a like my favorite kind of like spitting songs or whatever um but this kind of theme did kind of put me into a position where i picked something i might not have necessarily picked otherwise um uh the song in question starts off here comes winter trials so i thought hey i thought it was on theme i don't know though Um, no it's perfect yeah it works this song specifically i is one of the better songs for me on the album um i think it kind of does a lot to kind of show the the different tones and, and range of the album and um i don't know if if you guys are familiar with this record uh or band so but quickly ben barnett is the singer songwriter he's from uh, portland oregon uh this album was put out in 2002 this is kind of uh the first and only cohesively full band album that he's put out the rest is kind of like mixtape bedroomy kind of acoustic songs with the occasional like full full band but um this one really, you can hear that like he got money <laughs> to make it, I guess, from a, a a record company. I'm not sure what it's on. I think it might be on. My instinct is Barsuk, but I'm actually not sure. That's right. It is on Barsuk. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, let's start with uh, Matt. Be- uh, I am actually genuinely curious if this is a band that you are as familiar with as I am. I am not as familiar with them as you are, but I'm very familiar with them. But I know, I know, like that you're at a deeper level of kind of like spitting love. So I won't 
put myself on that level, but um, I do love kind of like spitting and I do know some of the records well and a lot of their songs really well. So Bridges Worth Burning, I have to disagree with you. I think it is their best album because it is their most cohesive. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but like, of course, I agree that there are much better songs and other albums but the other the earlier albums are very um like they're not it's just like a collection of yeah. some really amazing songs and then some like for me throwaways but um i would agree bridges were burning is very very good and uh i do um want to go deeper but i'm a little curious ian what about you what uh what is your experience with kind of like spitting so i uh, this is my first time listening to this album. Um, but when the when my first listen, I was like, okay, like I really can get into this. And then I started kind of like doing some Googling and I'm like, how, how is this the first time that I'm listening to this album? Like early two thousands on Barsook records, uh, heavily features Ben Gibbard in a, uh, few you know on i think drums and backing vocals and maybe some other respects piano that's a fact uh, i did not know <laughs> uh produced oh, i didn't know that either produced by john goodmanson uh who is um you know of the era kind of quite an influential producer he's famous for things like some of the other death camp for cutie albums uh sleater kenny uh, bikini kill uh as a producer a, you know, I was a big fan. So the only thing I could think, like, I can't understand why I haven't listened to this before now, because all those elements together seems like something I would have been into at the time. And the only thing I can think of is maybe when I was checking them out at, at the time or earlier on on MySpace or whatever that I, I heard kind of what you guys are referencing, the kind of like mixtape less cohesive, maybe maybe a little bit less um upbeat kind of uh, a a version yeah. and maybe i wasn't as into that um sure but this I record mean, as yeah. as an album i'm hugely positive i could see like if you if you hear blue period and that's not what you're trying to hear at the time i mean it's 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 on an, another level of like it's kind of like if definitely other kind of like spitting albums and some parts of this album really shaped, I think, some of the worst parts of my personality. Man, I get, I get like, I don't know, man. I used to like really mire in like the sadness, like, and I mm. feel like no one quite captured it as good as 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 uh, Ben Barnett. But I think it's really interesting that Ben Gibbard that was like an instrumentalist. I mean, that makes sense. I know he's affiliated in some way with Barsook Records, um, and they put out. Oh, some of the earlier death cap stuff for sure i know that but uh oh yeah, yeah. Pre everything pre-transatlanticism was also on Barsic records which um, is kind of why i was so i was so surprised because i'm at listening to um the pick you know and kind of like i kind of started with the pick and what kind of just let it the last few tracks play and then went back to the beginning uh i think that's actually that's the move because like i th i feel like I have a lot to say about like continent as a song because yeah uh, I think it's amazing <laughs> I think well, it's like I thought it's one of my favorite kind yeah of I thought Tycho Racing kind of was like 
it, I had a reference point immediately. I'm like, okay, like I'm hearing hum, I'm hearing braid. And then when I kind of, I think maybe I find the liner. No, oh, I, I went on genius.com and I pulled up the lyrics and uh, yeah, featuring Ben Gibbard on backup vocals, drums, and piano. I'm like, it, it does have the kind of, we have the facts and we're voting yes kind of aesthetic, I guess. It is that kind of early aughts, dawn of digital recording. Like you can hear in like the chorus riffs, like you can hear the guitar players, like you can tell they're not changing their fingering at all. They're just like playing the octaves, like sliding them around and that comes across. There, there's very little uh, polish to it. Um, and I feel like in this era, that was definitely more abrasive than, say, the Nirvana era, because I just feel like people were getting used. To, they hadn't gotten the hang of digital input yet, so everything was very, like, one-to-one. -one. Like, what, what you put into the digital recording process is what you get back out of it, whereas kind of tape, I feel like, is a little bit more forgiving, perhaps. So this had yeah, that I'm very, like harsh cold angular kind of flat eq which now has kind of become like a uh nostalgic signifier um i love that you have all this like technical yeah. knowledge of like sure, the, the lost, like the yeah. recording because because i'm like i'm like i really like when he says capricorn that's what oh, I, I love like, that part. I like that. That's not my part. Yeah, I'm like I'm 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 just like uh, it really it really hits uh, when he when he goes into that. Um, I I dug a little deeper. Devin, did you did you know that he released another album in 2015? I had no idea. Ten years after, uh, I, uh, yes, I knew that. Yeah, Bl under, oh, okay. he also had, had no another idea. band called, which was just the same thing called Blunt Mechanic. Okay. Um, also, is that pretty is he good. still? Is he still playing? I don't think so anymore. Um, but there was definitely like a peak era, and um, and and I do this album just totally culminated all of that into like a a full kind of thing. And he even went back. Like if you go back, like this wasn't the start of like kind of like spitting, sounding like a full band. Like the next album after went back to just like I think Thrill of the. Mm, Thrill of the Hunt, or I think is it called? I'm not sure. But um, the next albums went back to that kind of like sporadic, like oh I just record whenever I want. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes yeah, my friends yeah, are here to play instruments and sometimes they're not. I liked I liked In the Red. I don't like In it as red, much sorry, as Bridges yeah. Worth Burning, but but I think it's I think it's fine. And he did release an album this year. Amazing. I'm going to oh, I might so. listen to it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I still go back to the old stuff. I'm not done. Like I don't need new stuff. I'm still like very happy with, with with the uh, the discography. Um, he said he struggled. I think he struggled with like going back and singing the older stuff. And I know Ian, you you might not have listened to all. I don't know if you've listened to all the the older stuff, but it's so sad. Oh. It is so depressing. Mm. But like the, he kind of knows. Like there's some songs where he kind of lets. I can't think of the example, but he kind of like gives up the game a little. When he's like, oh, it's like. I've sat in my bedroom for hours and like, but act like it's been years. Like, like he kind of even that's one of the things I want to talk about continent is like, as a song, it's like, it goes through these like, Oh no, sorry. Tycho racing set where it's like, 
I'm it's like he goes for this really big imagery and then he contrasts it with like something like mundane. So it'd be like, I'm begging for Jesus or maybe an okay friend. It's like, I love, like, there's like a lot of lyrically, he like does mm-hmm. this thing where it's kind of like, he's like, oh, everything is really bad. And then like, at some point he's like, well, it's not that bad. And then it's like, well, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> like for me, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, it's really cool uh, lyrically. And I, I feel like I didn't really give it enough credit. Um, in the past when we were talking about kind of like spinning, cause I, I referred to it a lot as just like diary kind of like stuff. But I mean, now re-listening to it, um, I do just want to say like, yeah, there's like tons of like poetic imagery and stuff that maybe as a teen, I wasn't so focused on. I was really more, you know, just like get to the sad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was hyper-focused when I was younger on, lyrics and listening to it now i'm very uh i think i think musically as opposed to maybe the wonder years this holds up i think it holds up uh like musically and lyrically yeah as soon as i re i re-put it on because it's been a few years since i've listened to it and like passionate comes on then you get that like interesting drum beat and you're just like oh yeah this is like something different like this is gonna be a good record i assume like you kind of felt the same when you first put it on like front to backy and you were because especially since not knowing what you were getting into yeah it definitely um has more of a classic quality than something like the wonder years the one the one that to me is like an era that's kind of like still in the rear view like it's a it's it's a little bit dated whereas yeah. um bridges worth burning it it definitely has that kind of like it feels like going back and listening to we have the facts or uh or um downward is heavenward it's 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 carved out a space in a kind of um musically historical era to me now that feels classic more than it feels kind of dated i think it's because like it didn't it's not like a it's not uh hopping on any particular trend like they as a band it's like sure we would classify them as an emo band or whatever but I mean, like, it's not really, it's more, it's like folk punk. Sometimes it's, um, it's just rock sometimes it's so like, it doesn't, the wonder years, the reason why I think it feels, it feels kind of cheesy and, and doesn't hold up in that way. Maybe like no offense to the wonder years. I mean, like, I, I know we kind of ragged on them like for a full episode. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really, <laughs> we're really trashing on wonder years who I still love. I love you. I like that record too. I I, I enjoyed it. it um, yeah. I think Ian's got like yeah, Windows ninety five opening up. I don't know what that here. was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like my favorite. It's like farting. Okay, do we have? I know, I know, Ian. If, if, if this one might be a little tricky for you to join in on, but do, do we have a favorite kind of like spitting song? Uh, Devin, do you have one? Uh, I for sure have one. I mean, there's. I would say probably blue period. And I would say the middle to end of continent is actually one of my favorite kind of like mm. spinning songs, but I, I could, I could leave the, the beginning, but like when it changes into that second song that it is, I love that part. Mm. Um, I, I, I love that. What I can't even remember 1990 Oak or whatever. Oh, that. Yeah. That's all. My, that's one of mine. Ooh, for that, sure. that hits like every day you can just hit. Oh, you know what? I will say probably my official answer is like the song um, 
old um, old moon in arms of the new okay. look out in no wait that's the other one yeah ah, i can't even remember it but i pulled into a new driveway last night and i think that i can get used to it that that song you know matt uh you know what offhand <laughs> offhand i can't remember but uh i i think it's a sure hundred dollar room i don't know man it's like so weird like yeah i feel like it's been a while and i i, I do want to kind of like get back into it but definitely the sad ones what about you uh yeah we, actually we are both writers is uh definitely oh really the one that i've uh, one of the ones that i've listened to the most yeah it's not my it's not my favorite, yeah, but that's cool. That was a big one. Two for, that was a big one for me too. Two violins, two violins, and Dostoevsky are of course. Yeah, both very good. But uh, yeah, that's all. Kind of all I've got for. I mean, I could probably talk about kind of like spitting for forever, but I feel uh, like the lyrics. The one lyric, like I feel like, continent when he comes in with just like, um, you know, I'm so good at condescending. It's real good yeah. over my week ago. I'm just like, man, this is like, <laughs> how many times have probably me and Matt individually just listened to that and been like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the window and... on a bus ride or whatever, listening to that and being like, yeah, yep. Well, for real? me, from from we are both writers. I love I love the line, uh, oh, how you are as petty as the post punk oh. kids you pity because I hate post punk kids and I do <laughs> pity them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I but I am as petty. It, it's it, a lot of it is like it's like jabbing at other people and then jabbing at yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and that's kind of the 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 contrast, like more of that contrasting way mm -hmm. that he writes, where um that I really like. Yeah, but but it's it's too much. Like, it's been very. I'm very steeped in it. Like, that's why it's like, what's your favorite? It's like hard for me to even. It's like more just like yeah. what are my favorite like times when I've listened to it? Like, and like I know that. It just some songs just take me right back to like a specific like a 15 or 16 and it's just like mm -hmm. crazy um this this song like it's it's just got like a really potent like emotional response for me like a lot of these songs um and this and this album as a whole i, I more just remember that feeling of, of ordering it pre-ordering it getting it i remember leaving my friends at the bus stop and saying like i want to go on this bus and just listen to this which is like really a stupid like emo kid thing to do <laughs> um no no particular destination <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um so that Relatable. will yeah i think that's it for i that's it for um my opinions on on the album i mean i would recommend it to anybody it's a great place to probably check out this band because um as it is like much more kind of um what's the word i'm looking for i don't want to say palatable because i say that too much it's much more easy accessible. accessible thank you yes it is much more accessible than some of the 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 more yeah. kind of you know grimy stuff where he's kind of just a guy yelling with a yeah. guitar and like almost crying um that's <laughs> some of that canaries is a great song that kind of like kind of ties it all into the rest of the canon a little bit mm -hmm. um canaries is like a real just a great like folk punk song but yeah um any final thoughts starting with ian if you like old death cab and you don't like new death cab like i do then listen to bridges worth burning almost 
kind of similar. <laughs> what do you, what do you think? Gibbard is on it. What it's do you two, think? Only of, two uh, instrumentalists, as far as I can tell. Oh yeah, Ben, ben and Ben. Ben and Ben, the Ben's. What do you think of um? What is that like? All star quarterback or whatever? Do you know that? Pass. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, you don't like that. All time no. quarterback, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, hilarious stuff. It's the same. I, here's the th- I don't like when it's too cute. Like, <laughs> so do you like the postal argu- service? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but arguably their most popular song is not. It's not for me. It's like, "Hey there, Delilah" by the Plain White Tees, but for people who claim they collect vinyl. <laughs> And Matt, final thoughts on this? I mean, what am I? I I think I've said my piece. Yeah, I, agree. I, I love I love kind of like spitting. I I think they're great. I highly recommend that album as a jumping off point, and then dig deeper because it, it there's a lot of gold. Yeah, for sure. And then um, so we had uh, that's that's it for this theme, right? Everybody's yeah. picked one. Yeah. yeah. My other selection was like <clears throat> debatably like too too. I don't even know if I want to tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you. So I've I almost picked um Winter Wheat by John K. Sampson. But then oh, that's also oh. not about snow. So oops, but yeah. Uh, that's something we should we did wanna we definitely need to talk about in the uh, future. Yeah, but we, we should be like a whole month. I feel I feel like that should be a month. Um, I, I I knew you felt that way, so it's like I didn't wanna I didn't wanna blow it on like <laughs> I don't know. On the on the best theme ever? Uh, yeah, no, because Winter Wheat is a great song. Though, in fact, like that song hits pretty pretty good. Like that's a great song. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely get into the Weaker Thans and John K. Sampson for sure. What would that theme point. be? Just weaker, just Weaker Thans. Oh my God, stuff. we should we could just do like a Weaker Thans. Uh, we could really. Yeah. Anyway, but we have a theme for this week, Matt. I think we, got, we, got we discussed it yeah. on air. So we remind sure everybody, it was going to be covers. So. I'm yeah, not sure anything goes huh? as long as it's a cover. So as long as it, okay, perfect. So it's so funny. And I had no idea that, that kind of like spitting worked with, uh, Ben Gibbard because Ben Gibbard is my pick. What we're going to do Ben Gibbard and we're going to do uh filler, which is a Ooh. minor threat cover. Oh crap. That's going to be cool. And there's only two songs on the single. So it's, it's <laughs> possibly filler. I made it very, very easy this week. That's exciting. That's, I did. Uh, I was concerned great. about the the cover theme, so I did. I kind of like did some some prerequisite, like a short list, and they're all like singles. Um, hopefully, that's fine for this month. But oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got some ideas. It's hard too. to find a cover in an album. But... That's funny. I got some. I've got some just like back pocket choices that I'm. Well, the one that inspired the theme. But yeah, this is a great pick. I it's don't. Me, me first anyway, we'll give me gimme's twice. Just the whole discography. <laughs> Me first. All right. Well, uh, I can't wait to talk about it next week. All next right. Monday. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye for now. Bye.